Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Do you want to get to know me a little bit better and some facts about me maybe that you didn't even know? Uh, Just so things are a little bit more personal. And I wanted to share that with you today. So here we are. I want to share 10 things about me that you probably didn't know or maybe you did and you get to know me better. You know, friend, I am so glad that you are here. I'm so glad you're listening to this episode and if you find it helpful, um, my podcast, if you found it helpful, please share it with a friend. That would be so, so, so helpful for me. You have absolutely no idea. If you're like part of a Facebook group, legit, if you're part of a mama Facebook group, you can be like, hey, I found this awesome podcast that I really enjoy listening to. If you're into personal development and becoming a better version of yourself, you feel stressed out, overwhelmed, burned out as a mom, and you need some extra support, listen to this podcast episode and just share it over there because I can't do that, but you can um, because I'm the one who, you know, does this podcast we can't do self-promotion but you know what you can and that would be so helpful for me you have absolutely no idea mama and i'm sure there's going to be somebody out there who could use my support anyways moving forward thank you so much for being here here are 10 things about me that you get to learn to get to know me a little bit better (sighs) okay so i am number one I, my nationality is Ukrainian, so both of my parents are Ukrainian, but because Ukraine used to be part of Russia, uh, my parents, when they got married, they moved to Latvia, and Latvia also used to be part of this, sorry, not Russia, Soviet Union, both of those are part of the Soviet Union, Latvia and Ukraine, 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 oh my gosh, Ukraine, um, So they used to be part of the Soviet Union. So everybody kind of spoke Russian. So Russian was the primary language. So my nationality is Ukrainian. We spoke Russian at home. I was born in Latvia. And when I was nine years old, my family migrated and moved to United States to Minnesota, Twin Cities, Minnesota. And we lived there for like 25 years. And this summer, my family, uh, my husband and I and the kids took a big leap of faith this past summer in 2022 and moved to Florida. So that's kind of like number one. (laughs) Number two, I have five siblings. I'm the oldest and I'm the shortest. I'm like 4'11". I'm not tall at all. Um, (laughs) I'm the shortest in my family, but I am the oldest and I have um, three brothers and two sisters. 
and my youngest sister is 21. So that's kind of where we're at. I actually, I'm short because I was named after my grandma, Elizabeth, my mom's mom. So when my mom, my parents got married, my mom moved from Ukraine to Latvia to be with my dad, but she missed her mom so much. So when I was born, my grandma's name is Elizabeth. She named me after my grandma and my grandma is really short and petite and I'm sure I took it after her. Number three, I feel like I'm saying way more than 10 things here. <laughs> Number three, I've been married for 13 and a half years. Um, my husband proposed to me. We did not date long at all, but we knew each other, okay? So we knew each other. We grew up in the same youth group in the church, and we were in the same friends group, so we knew each other for a while. And he pursued me for a while, but I did not like him in that way. I enjoyed his attention, but I did not like him in the way of like, oh, I wanted to marry him. And um, he was actually the guy that I said, you know what? I don't think I'll ever marry him. But you know what? Sometimes when you say you'll never do something, that's something that you actually end up do doing. And But he was persistent and patient and he kept pursuing me and still giving me the attention. And eventually he won my heart. And we've been so together for 14 years, but married for 13 and a half. I have four kids. I have three boys and one girl. So my older three are boys. My oldest is going to be 11 in a couple weeks. And then my second one is going to be eight in a couple weeks. And then my, uh, I have a five-year-old boy. So my oldest is Ethan. And then I have Matthew. And then I have Philip. And then a baby girl call, called, <laughs> named, <laughs> named Nellie. Her name is Nellie and she is super sweet and precious. She's 18 months old. She loves to keep up with her brothers. She has so much energy. Um, I think I'm just used to it because I have three boys <laughs> already, but she's super energetic, super cute. She's starting to say words. It's absolutely adorable. Um, I've had two miscarriages. Um, one of them was really early on and another one of them was when I was like in the second trimester and I was 16 weeks along. So that was uh, a hard one. And that one was before we had our baby girl. It was also a boy. So I really thought we only make boys. But um, if you want to listen to my miscarriage story and just how everything happened, it is um there's a story about it it's recorded it's episode four it's a really early episode so you can go scroll down and listen to that episode oh that that was a tough one that was a big big thing in our life that was hard and challenging number five as you probably already figured out this is probably an easy one i love personal growth and development I actually like pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I know that when I push myself out of my comfort zone, do something that is scary and uncomfortable, that's how I grow internally and become a better version of myself. Like investing into a coaching program that costs thousands of dollars, I've done that. Scary. So scary because you don't know if it's going to, you know, you're not, you're going to get what you needed to out of it. But that's what motivates me and gets my skin in the game and gets me um, committed to it. Personally, for me, that's how it works. But um, showing up live on social media, sharing my life, sharing with you here, like my life, right? Um, 
So like putting myself out of my comfort zone, like I almost kind of get like a little kick, you know, a dopamine maybe hit when I do that. It's uncomfortable. It's scary. But the more I do it, the easier it gets, you know, and number five, sorry, number six, I love alone time. (laughs) Maybe you already figured this out if you've been listening to my episodes and because I teach on this, that's part of a big part of my program, creating alone time for yourself. But I'm an introvert and a highly sensitive person. Alone time is not just like, oh, it would be nice. Alone time is like an absolute must out of my day. I can skip a day here or there, but like, boy, do I feel it. So I create alone time by getting up before my kids. Um, if my kids are home during the day, and there's no school, there's definitely quiet time in the afternoon um, because my boys are loud and a little crazy and they make lots of noise. And at being highly sensitive, I need that time to decompress and have that alone time, just quiet. They get, they go to different rooms, um, different parts of the house. And I have alone time like that. Um, sometimes after school, we'll have alone time but that doesn't work out super great. Um, evenings, my kids are all in bed by 8 PM. The baby goes to bed at seven. The boys go to bed at eight, especially during the school year. And it's like, I need that space and time to myself because I need to slow down, reflect, journal, take a shower, um, watch a show with my husband. If I want to spend time with my husband, um, talking or, you know, connecting intimately, like we, I need that time. We need that time. And so we create that time. So I'm an introvert and highly sensitive. And I think I I learned that about myself in the last few years. And knowing that has been really eye opening because then I can create a life that supports me. Okay. Number seven, I love to stay home on New Year's Eve and reflect on the past year. Um, I know that many people just go out to New Year's parties and even like they'll have like friend gatherings and they will like celebrate New Year's. But you know, I think after we had kids, it just doesn't make sense when your kids are young because you're, even if your kids stay up late, they'll be cranky and the next day gets super screwed up. And even if I stay up late, like I, I don't like to stay up that late. I don't know. We just, I don't know. The last years we just stay home and the kids go to bed at a, usually the same time. I'm sure things will shift as they get older. They kids stay home. They go to bed, sorry, at the usual time normally. And I love to just sit down and journal and reflect and set goals and I have a fireplace in this house that we live at like a real fireplace I might like you know I want somebody was mentioning this the other day I'm like I think I'm gonna do that write down things that I want to let go of from 2022 and just um when this episode airs, it's going to be 2023 already, but like let go of things that are not serving me in 2022 and that I did not like, and just that feel heavy and stressful, some emotions, some feelings, some habits, and just do like a releasing ritual and like crumple it up and burn it in, um, the fireplace. And I think I'm going to do that because I really like that, um, kind of 
ritual of like actually physically letting it go and releasing. I remember I actually did that a while back, um, burning some journals um, from a season in my life that was hard and the season that I just want to move past and move forward from. I did that and that was really like freeing. I also did that um, when I was like a teenager. So I, I, man, I'm like telling you all these parts of my life, just like, blah. I used to date this one guy and um, we broke up and I was so heartbroken. I was my first love. Like I was really in love and I was so heartbroken and things were so hard for like, it took me like a literally a full year to get over him. I'm not even joking. Every time I would see him in church, I would just like break down and cry. I journaled so much through that season in my life. But then when I got engaged with my husband, I had to kind of let go of that. So all the journals that I had that had to do with that guy I used to date, I burned them to kind of let go of him and just release that part of my life. So that is like, man, that just like, ugh, that took a turn here with all the new years of reflection and just staying home. My goodness, I'm sorry. I'm just like, totally like sharing way more than I maybe need to. Number t- number eight, I had a maternal assisted C-section with my youngest. So I had two home births and I had two C-sections. My first C-section was with my first aunt and then my second C-section was with my last. By the way, if you want to listen to that story, I do have an episode that I read episode that I recorded in 2022. Let me find the number here for you. I found it. Episode 62. And it's all about my story, how I got to experience a maternal assisted C-section and I got to pull my baby out out of my belly during the C-section. So if that is something that's super interesting to you, go check out and listen to that episode. Okay. So number nine, I love to sleep. I, I love to sleep. I do. That's like one of the things I enjoy doing. (laughs) I'm not really a morning person or a night person. I'm like neither. Um, And I, you know, like if I, I, I choose to get up early in the mornings because I know it benefits me. I feel better mentally to get up early in the mornings, but I'm like neither. I just love to sleep period. So um, that, yep, that's number nine. Okay. Number 10. I'm actually a really good friend. You know, sometimes you can look at your life and you're like, I remember I had to write down one book I was reading. It's like, what are like 10 things about me that I really like? And I think that I'm proud of and that are really good about me. And where am I like doing well in my life? And one of them is like, I am a good friend. I know I am a good friend. I'm that friend that checks in with you regularly and sees how you're doing. Um, If not call, I will definitely message you. I'm the one that like when we get together and you're like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm like, no, how really are you doing? How are really things going? Let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get deeper, right? Like what is really, really going on? Um, I also like when it's mutual. Because I've had friends and friendships where it seems like I'm always the giver and the other person always the taker. So I'm always the one encouraging and uplifting them. And it's never um, kind of 
you know, reciprocated when I'm struggling. They don't even notice when I'm struggling. They don't even ask about me how I'm doing. It's always about them. And I've had friendships like that. And every time, like I would spend time with that friend, I would feel like really drained and not encouraged and not uplifted. So that is something that like in relationships, when it comes to friendships, I really uh, value friendships where it's mutual, where it's give and take both ways, where I support you, you support me. I uplift you, you uplift me. And not only like one-sided, I check in with you, you check in with me, right? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't know if you did or not, but I think it's kind of cool for you to get to know me a little bit more deeper and on the personal level. And these are the things that I felt comfortable sharing about myself. And anyways, if you found this episode fun and you enjoy my podcast here, do me a favor, leave me a review. Um, if you're listening on Apple podcasts, like reviews are so, so important for us podcasters. And I would really, really appreciate if you would do that. And thank you so much for being here, my friend. Have a good rest of the day. Hi friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.